0: Host, Beth Ann.
3: And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. Uh, what a day. It's Friday. It seems like the fastest hour of the day and the fastest week. It just goes, I guess that's because I'm getting older. They say time flies faster when you're getting older. I guess because you know you're running out of time. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. And I'm just jesting. You know, I'm just teasing. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. There's a lot that we're going to talk about today. I'm, I doubt that we get through all of it. But I want to at least at least give you something to think about. How's that? But let's go to the calm. Let's go to the Lord. For such a time as this, oh, most gracious Heavenly Father, we do thank you for the calm that you can bring to our lives. The peace that passes the all understanding that only you can bring to us. We thank you. We thank you for that, your love and your grace and your mercy and your forgiveness for being such a loving Father that you just wait. You wait on us while we hurry and scurry and forget to wait on you. Father, I ask for your watch, care, and protection over this nation, but especially over President Donald J. Trump and all those around him. And, Father, a special watch and care over the j Sixers who have been arrested and are imprisoned. And those they are going after. I lift them up to you, Father. May we be the people standing in the gap. And may you lead us, please lead us, to know what we should do next. For we're in a mess. And it's because... We have fallen away from you. Most gracious Heavenly Father, bless today's show. Bless all those who are listening in a very special way. If they need your healing touch, if they need your calming touch, your peaceful touch, or they just need to feel that love that you have, I pray that it is right now filling their hearts and they can feel it. Father, I ask your blessing on CSC Talk Radio and all my advertisers, Father. Help us to search out the next ones so that we can help them, help our listeners, and pay the bills. It's for such a time as this, Father, that we pray to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, happy Friday, dear patriots. You know, there's an order to nature. And when you ignore or try to break the natural flow of things, the nature of things, chaos is the result. I have a quote here from Representative Burgess Owens. There's nothing stronger than a parent's love for their child. They should be the ones raising them, not the government. You know, I was thinking last evening as we were talking, as I was watching the news and listening to some of the things that were happening it's not new that the government has said that they want to take care of our children. You remember, you know, Hillary Clinton, it takes a uh, village. And then there was, I can't remember her name, she's a crazy little news gal that was saying that they belong to the community. Your children belong to the community. And I laughed and said the community wasn't there trying to feed my boys. Keep shoes on their feet. <laughs> and uh, wash all that denim that I was putting on the line. But America is witnessing a chaos, and it's taking place as the left, the warped Marxists, try to destroy America. And they can't take America down until they actually destroy Americans. So they go after the family. They must take down the family and destroy that unit because a family makes – strong families make a strong nation. When mom and dad are really raising their children, teaching them how to work, teaching them how to learn. Even if you don't learn something at school, you could still learn. Teaching them how to have integrity, and be honest. Teaching them about God, morals, the Ten Commandments. Teaching them about the history of this nation. We can't have that. So the Marxists are removing that. And they must remove your ability to believe in God. I They can't take it away from you, but they can... uh They can oppress you. Break the economy. Remove jobs. Remove morals. Remove self-integrity. Remove national security. Flood the nation with enemies and illegal foreigners, aliens. Remove your jobs. I think we said that already. Demean your worth. Control population of legal American citizens. They use abortion for that. Remove your voice as they fix the elections. Life, liberty, happiness is not allowed in Marxism. Property, private property ownership is not allowed. Prosperity is only for one group, the elite. And they do this by trickery, lies, and causes. And we fall for them sometimes. But in the meantime, the distractions of their chaos consume Americans, and we are like drowning victims without a lifesaver, without a life preserver. Each wave takes us farther away from the truth. I've never been in a drowning situation, but I've heard panic makes it worse. So, as Americans are drowning because of this chaos... This attempt to remove the natural. We need to not panic. Today's show is a hodgepodge of news and distractions. I don't know how else to put it. Thursday, we talked about treason. It's treason at the highest levels. I believe that without, you're you going to have to prove it to me that it's not. Wednesday, we talked about, ooh, shiny, the distractions. Wednesday. Tuesday, we talked about patriotism. And we had the gentleman on, uh, Wes Lyons, from uh, Allegiance Flag Supply. Monday, we talked about tyranny. And we asked, will President Trump be arrested? Well, he has not yet. Today, <laughs> I asked Rudy, what he did. he's been busy doing stuff for me this morning. And, I, and I, I think I've disrupted his flow of things, his natural flow in the mornings. But I said, what national day it is. And he never looked it up for me, so I looked it up. And how appropriate when I'm talking about things that are disguised. It's National Chocolate Raisin, Chocolate-Covered Raisin Day. Now, I have a story to tell about that. I was just a little girl. I was maybe six, maybe seven. I don't know. I was little. I might have been younger than that because I don't think I could read. So I was probably about four or five, maybe five. I don't know. But my parents went to Sears and Roebuck in Kansas City. Now, that was where the big store was. Remember the big store, Sears and Roebuck? We used to go there as a family. That was kind of like Walmart back in those days. Well, not quite, but that's where we went to get our school clothes and things like that. They used pennies, too. And I don't know what the purpose of that day was to uh, go to Sears, but I was couldn't stay by myself. My baby brother was there. And I saw a candy machine, a vending machine. And I wanted a candy. Now, my daddy wasn't into just giving in to you. And I talked somehow, whined enough. Daddy talk, I couldn't have whined. He'd have never given it to me if I whined. But my daddy decided I could have the candy. And he asked me which one I wanted. And I looked at these chocolate-covered peanuts. I want those. But when I got them, they were chocolate-covered raisins. And as five years old, I did not like that. But my daddy was upset with me because I did not want to eat that candy he just bought, which was probably a whole nickel. And uh, I had to eat the chocolate-covered raisins to this day. I do not trust chocolate-covered raisins. How appropriate. They've chocolate-covered Marxism, slavery, bondage. And Americans are falling for it. Spit them out. Spit them out of your mouth. It's okay. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back. Now is the time for all good men and women to come to the aid of their country pledge to buy American. In these inflationary times, our made-in-the-USA companies need your support. American consumers do make the difference when you buy American. The money you spend stays in America. Liberty Tabletop is a great company and the only flatware made in the USA. Why would you buy your tableware from China? Just say no and say yes to made-in-the-USA. Visit their website where they are actually partnered with other made-in-the-USA companies. LibertyTabletop.com Better, safer, beautiful variety. Returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We have Daniel Turner calling in, giving us our report on this Friday. How are you doing, Daniel?
1: Oh, Beth Ann, I'm great, and it's wonderful to be on your show again.
3: Well, thank you. We appreciate it so much. I'm looking forward to uh, when I'm gone and you and uh, uh, Larry do a show together. I think that's going to be a hoot.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I have to make sure it doesn't turn into a staff meeting.
3: Oh, no, don't turn it into a staff (laughs) meeting. (laughs) He may never come back if you do that. (laughs) No, no, I'm looking forward to that. I really am, and I appreciate you allowing him to do that and him being willing. He seems to be all giddy about it, so (laughs) it just seems to be kind of fun. And what's on your mind
1: today? Well, I don't know if you had a chance um, to to watch just now. You probably didn't because you're, of course, attentive to your audience and your show, but the House just voted – on uh, the Parents' Bill of Rights, which is a piece of legislation that was part of McCarthy's promise of the new administration, the new Congress. And the Parents' Bill of Rights uh, requires that every single school uh, district publish their curriculum, all of the books that will be assigned, um, so that the parents have a right to know what the kids will be learning that year. Um, every single Democrat voted against it, and five Republicans I'm not surprised the Democrats voted against it because they don't want parents knowing what is happening in schools. They don't want parents to be involved. They, they know this is the chance to get their hooks on our children, whether it's about sex, whether it's about trans issues, whether it's about climate change. They don't want the parents to know. Um, I am curious to know who the five Republicans are, and I'd like to know what districts they're in so that we can hopefully launch an effort to have them removed. Because Absolutely. I don't understand how you voted against Giving parents insight into your ki- into their own children's uh, education—it's—it's it's, how crazy you know. Do you sometimes sit back and say, like, are we this crazy? How crazy? How much crazier can things get that we're saying, nope, parents don't have a right to know what kids, their books are, what what, what books their kids are reading? That this is lunacy. It's absolute lunacy we're dealing with.
3: You know, and it's, and it's, uh, kind of what I was talking about today, although I haven't, I've, I've strayed already and I've only had one monologue. But it's, it, the nature of things. The, the Marxist, the left, the woke, they're removing the nature of things. And the nature of things is the family and the parents and the children. The parents are the, they're the ones who, who nurture and raise the children. They're the ones who have the say in how to raise the children. And I've heard some of these come out, these teachers on the union and all that, about, well, they've got the college education. We're the ones that know what's best for the children. That's a bunch of bull hockey.
1: Absolutely. And, and that case could only potentially hold water if our children were well-educated, which, again, it's not a knock on our children. It's not a knock on, on moms and dads or, or individuals. Um, but our children are very, very poorly educated. I'm not going to say they're stupid, um, but they are very poorly educated. So you kind of want to scratch your head and look at these teachers' unions that come out with their list of demands, their list of grievances. Heck, they've had—they shut down the LA school system for for a day, I believe, uh, maybe even two, because the teachers' unions went on strike uh, once again. And you want to scratch your head and look at this and say, you do realize, like our kids are are failing remedial English, math uh, uh they, they they can't read at grade level the majority of them don't read at grade level um they don't perform math at grade level so it, it's 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 kind of odd that they have this haughtiness like we are the ones who make these decisions well clearly what we're doing right now is not working <laughs> it's not working oh for my multiple gosh. reasons um but but even if our kids had hundred degree uh hundred hundred uh uh point averages you could say, well, maybe the teachers do know what they're doing. But our kids are, are failing. Our kids are absolutely failing across the board.
3: But that's what the Marxists need them to do. They need to control the education so they control the children and they control the people. They, they have to keep you dumb. You know, they did this when, it, when, uh, when we were in uh, a time in this country, the dark time of slavery. They would not. It was against the law in the South to educate a black person. And now, what are the the Democrats doing? And I would like to know who these Republicans were too. So I'm assuming that it didn't pass, or it did pass. It did. No, it it, It it did did pass. pass. Okay, they did have enough to pass it then.
1: Yep. Okay. It it passed the House, and now it will head to the Senate, where it it could pass the Senate. Biden has already vowed to veto it, so um, unsurprising. Again, Biden has to cower to the teachers' unions. They are way too much muscle. Uh, way too much money, and he needs them for re-election. Um, but, but I'm curious to see what it does in the Senate. I'm sure you have some great listeners right now from the state of Montana. Um, your Senator Tester is up for election, and he has to remind everybody he's not a Democrat. So he will come out and vote for it. Uh, John Tester is putting out statements right now that you would think he's Josh Hawley. And you say, for five <laughs> and a half years, Senator Tester, you vote like a liberal, but because you're from Montana, when you get to an election year, you suddenly vote the right way and you try to convince everyone to vote for you again. So and Tester will come out, I'm sure, in support of it, as will a lot of vulnerable Democrats who are up for election this time. Um, but again, Biden will veto it. And I hope they have the the, the votes to override. Uh, it, it is nonsensical that this, this is even, even a, a question, let alone it was it was it, it will be stopped by the president. The other solution what your listeners should should do is you can get this passed on the state level. We don't need Washington DC for the great state of Missouri parents to know what their kids are, are reading in school.
3: Amen. We don't need the federal government (laughs) except for the things they're not doing, you know, like controlling the borders and, and making sure this (laughs) our currency is strong and, and uh, able to sustain this country and keep us out of debt. The things that they're supposed to do, they are not doing, but they're into everything they shouldn't be into, including disrupting the natural order of things, life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness, property and prosperity. They hate those. They hate sovereignty. It's um. well, I'm glad it passed. And, yeah, I'm sure that Biden will veto it. But um, but President Trump didn't get arrested this week. We were all good about that,
1: which, which is pretty, pretty surprising. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know if I've given up. I, I think they're still, they still want this to go forward. Yes. Um, you know, they, they know this will make Trump either very popular and they think he's more defeatable in the general, um, or they think it will eliminate him completely. Um, so they, they have a reason behind this, this campaign, no doubt. This is not about, this is not about whatever the, the issue is. Um, this no, is, this absolutely. Is a political no. witch hunt.
3: I, I see it as a step. I think this one, even if it fails, it's their step to the next one. The next one is this call in Georgia during the election in 2020. Mm-hmm. The phone call, another phone call that he made. And we've all listened to it. And depending on what you want to hear is what you're going to hear. Yeah. And uh, so we've all listened to that. And then the other one is they're going to go after him and claim that he called for the insurrection on January 6th, even though we've seen the videos that it's not really a violent insurrection. And um, nobody was armed. Nobody had guns. Nobody came in there to uh, to do harm, or so it appears. I'm kind of disappointed that Tucker has 40,000 hours of this tape, and we've only seen a snippet But
1: i'm kind of just well it makes me wonder how much of it is actually so boring that nothing's happening right i mean there are <laughs> cameras that probably you could watch all the footage and and just nothing happens and and um and i'm you know so i i i wish they would release more but I it is too. telling that what we have seen was not part of any of the january 6th committee um it was never made public up until now and of course the the the, the screaming of the left's that this footage should be banned, should not be seen, calling for Fox to be canceled because of this footage. So kind of like the Parents' Bill of Rights, right? Absolutely. We don't want people to know everything. We only want you to know what we decide you get to know, whether it's your kid's curriculum, whether it's security video footage, security camera video footage. Um, when you control information, you control uh, power, and that's exactly what the Democrats are about, power.
3: It's all about power. And uh you know, and it's like what you were saying earlier um these these elected officials they know when their when their year for election is coming up, and they will vote accordingly, but up until then, you know they think you're going to forget about it, and unfortunately, we do forget, we think, oh, he did this, okay, I'll vote for him, Yeah. yeah, but he only did that because he knew it was going to get vetoed. he only did that so that you would vote for him. And I'm so tired of these people. I'm just sick and tired of them. It's yeah. Anyway,
1: I, I'm with you. I'm with you. And it's it's very frustrating that you know the, the, we allow them to represent states like Montana. You know, which is definitely a conservative state. It, it's it's a um, more even libertarian than conservative, and that's just part of their rugged uh, their rugged landscape and the vastness of the state, et cetera. Um, but John Tester doesn't represent their values, uh, um, so. nor do people like Sherrod Brown represent Ohio values. Ohio is an R-plus-10 state. Um, so it is frustrating to see these folks win their elections over and over again by lying to the constituents and then get an office and just are little puppets of Chuck Schumer.
3: Oh, my gosh. All right. I hear the music, and I know you got to buzz out of here. I appreciate you so much, Daniel. Thank you. I appreciate
1: Thank you, Beth you and
3: Power the Future and all that you do for rural America. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Doesn't matter how, how much they chocolate cover it. Slavery, slavery. We'll be right back. We have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. You know, as I was writing my monologue this morning, it was just kind of—I uh, don't know—it was kind of a conglomerate of things that I had been reading. And sometimes I'm not sure how to present it all to you, and 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 it's um, it becomes a hodgepodge. Like I said, it just becomes a hodgepodge. But we're going to try and somehow bring it down through the funnel and make you understand that what they're doing is disrupting the natural here in America to break the family to break your liberty to break you and they'll stick causes out in front of you like the HS HSUS will lie to you about about the uh the uh, uh raising of the pets they'll call them the puppy mills and and uh they'll but they they're making more money on this than they're helping anything And um, we've had Mindy on enough times, you know, that those puppy mills are, that's a made-up name. And, of course, they attack the farmers and they attack the ranchers. And the ASPCA is the same thing. And then we have this climate change, which is a huge hoax. And they've got all our children scared to death that that this planet is going to die. And they're going to die with it. And it's all about power. Every single thing is about power. Abortion is about power. So the Marxism, they have to change the order. And it attempts to, we have to bring truth back into order. But along the way, as we bring truth in, there will be, the chaos will be protested violently. But eventually that will be futile because truth always wins. So I'm telling you to be a truth seeker, reject the non-normal, promote the natural order of things, and be a truth deliverer. Because that's the only way we're going to bring America home. To God, truth, family, country, liberty. It's the only way. America, it's the only way. So I have some articles here. I'm going to share some news with you. And, of course, I'm sure all of you have heard that we had an attack. Uh, Syria, it was in Syria. It's the Iran-aligned group that is taking credit for it, and they took out, uh, attacked U.S. personnel, and I think we lost at least one soldier. Anyway, we did retaliate, and we struck back. I wonder, is this a coincidence that it was just right after Russia and China and the head of Syria had a meeting declaring their new world order of things? So Biden was warned about them and that they were going to flex their muscles. He was warned. And and then I thought, I saw this article, it's coming from Breitbart, and i, I I just had to laugh at it. It's during an interview with Bloomberg on Thursday, yesterday. And it's John Kirby. You want to hear what he has to say? He says that the meeting of the China and Russia marriage shows they know American leadership is back. (laughs) I was telling Rudy about that this morning, and he says, no, I think it shows that they know the leadership is going to be back. Anyway, Kirby says, I think, first of all, calling this an alliance is a bit of a stretch. I refer to it as a marriage of convenience, certainly not one of affection. President G, you know, and he's right about that. They don't like each other. But they're together against us. He said President Z sees uh, in President Putin a useful foil and a counterweight to American influence, particularly in Europe. President Putin sees President Xi, perhaps a bankroll and an opportunity to get more assistance so that he can continue to prop up his economy and fight this war. They're working together because they believe that they need each other for a very discreet, not necessarily completely overlapping goals. Oh, really? We're not looking here for a world divided by blocks. But he goes on to says, but I think one thing you need to consider is, as you consider this visit to Moscow by President Xi, is that it's also a manifestation of how much China and Russia know that American leadership is on the world stage, is back, and how they recognize that our network of alliances and partnerships is stronger than any network they have, they might have. And he goes on, talks about NATO. Well... We can't even get NATO to pay their fair share over there in in Ukraine. America's footing most of the bill. Oh, they've thrown in a little bit here and there. So what strong alliance is he talking about? We surrendered in Afghanistan. We just pulled out and left billions of dollars of equipment over there. America is back on the world stage. Yeah, we're back just like we were when Obama was there. We're back being the foolish ones and the weak ones. And they're laughing at us. And they're plotting now to take over completely. And they got to do it now before we have a president in there that will put an end, a quietus, to what they're doing. A president that will make America great again that'll put America first. You know who I think that is. But I think anybody's going to be better than Biden, except Kamala. <laughs> That's just... Oh, my goodness. Then I heard President Biden talk about a hodgepodge. I heard President Biden going off again. He wants to take away your Second Amendment. And we must remove the guns. The guns are killing people. We've got to remove the guns. So I had Rudy do another job for me. this morning. Poor man, he was just really having to do too much this morning. I said, I want the numbers of deaths from guns and the numbers of deaths from fentanyl. And I want to compare them. And so he brings up the numbers. And this is the gun when all he could find was 2020. They didn't have 2021 or 2022 available, but I'm going to assume it's going to be in the same ballpark. There was about 45,000 deaths by gun in 2020. Half of those were suicide. So let's leave in, uh, let's even, you know, put another quarter on there. Let's make it 75,000. I don't think it would be that many, but I'm just, I'm just throwing this out there. But the deaths. From fentanyl or, or opioid crisis. In 2022, was 110,236. 110,000. And it went on in the one article that he had here, and explained that an 18-year-old, she says she's on drugs, she's on opioids, addicted. She prefers heroin, but the fentanyl is now the only drug street dealers are offering. They're killing our young people. We have a bigger problem with the opioids and the fentanyl and the drug abuse deaths than we do with guns. But they're going to go after your guns. And they're going to keep going after your guns because they're going after you, your liberty. Your families, your rights—they're coming after you, and they don't want you to have a gun. When they do that, you understand, Rudy? Well, there was
2: another point in that article about the drugs. Is that the fentanyl is basically coming across the border unchecked from China? It's just flowing in,
3: and and Biden's okay with it. Biden's okay with it. He's not going to do anything about it. Nothing. But he's going to come after you guns. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back.
2: That's 800-613-8053. Elmer Heinrich here to talk about minerals. Most people are aware our topsoil is depleted and our foods, especially fruits and vegetables, lack many minerals compared to years ago. Maybe that's the reason the world is sick. Now, according to Dr. Linus Pauling, our bodies need 60 minerals every day, but on average we get less than 12 minerals from the foods we eat. Immuno 150, an incredible nutritional supplement that can fill the gap because it contains 70 colloidal plant minerals and 80 additional nutrients, 150 in all. A month's supply of Immuno 150 is available for $54.95 by calling 888-310-5252 or on the website immuno150.com. That's I-M-M-U-N-O-150.com. The 70 minerals are the key to good health and longevity, so call 888-310-5252. You'll be glad you did.
3: Mike Lindell and MyPillow are offering a BOGO extravaganza on multiple MyPillow products. Now's the time to join the millions of Americans who have changed the quality of their sleep with MyPillow. Right now, take advantage of Mike's buy one, get one free pricing on MyPillows Bed Sheets, Giza Elegance MyPillows, Six Piece towel Set, and Roll and Go Anywhere My Pillows, and so much more. Just go to the Radio Listener Specials page at mypillow.com and use promo code BETHAN or call one 800 978 We have returned. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. Last uh, segment we were talking about, uh, what's his face? Saying that uh, Russia and China getting together and Syria is because they know America is back. No. If America was back, there would be no war in Ukraine. Now, I can't say that Syria wouldn't have struck, but I think they probably would not have if America was truly back on the stage as the leader of this world. And when I say leader, I don't mean we're the boss of the world. I just mean we're in strength and we're going to stand up, they like to say, for people's democracy, but I'm just going to say for their lives, against things that are against humanity, that are unhumanitarian, is that the right word? We can't do anything about China. That's what, how they create, how they treat their own people, although we can make the world know about it. But you see, Biden is okay with that. The Democrats are okay with that, and most of the Republicans are okay with it. So they had this meeting yesterday on TikTok, and uh, the hearing, I should say, and uh, we know, and and Trump, Trump had an executive order that banned. TikTok, and Biden repealed it. Biden's okay with China taking your children. So, we have this biology teacher, and I'm just going to barely hit on this because she's just a um, she's a Marxist, and she's telling the children that she's explaining the molecular or the the design of cells. And she says, she tells students that cells are part of capitalist indoctrination. Everything she explains to them, she relates to capitalism. And she's pushing Marxism. And she's chocolate covering it. They chocolate coat it as if it's something good. Now, I'm sure you heard this earlier this week. I know I mentioned it. Um I mentioned it earlier in the week, <clears throat> just in passing, and that's all I'm really going to do again because I'm trying to make a point. But the Biden administration, they're going to bail out Moderna. <clears throat> Moderna doesn't have, make enough money because not enough of us are taking that shot every day, every other day, every week, twice in a week, two or three times a year, whatever the case may be. And big pharma. Remember how even President Trump, and I know he did some, I'm not sure how much, and then COVID hit, and then he had to work with Big Pharma. But Biden said he was going to take down Big Pharma. Well, Big Pharma is paying TikTok influencers to hook the teens on new drugs. The pharmaceutical marketers have noticed the power of patient persuasion And begun to leverage patient influencers in brand campaigns. Why do you think they want to use these drugs for our children to become, if they're born biologically, one thing and they want to be another and they can, it's drugs. They're selling drugs. And happy knife surgeons are, you know, evil scientists cutting up our children. So the bottom line here is that patient-influencer act as a form of interactive, direct-to-consumer advertising, sharing their knowledge and experiences on pharmaceutical drugs in communities of followers in which they wield great influence. This raises ethical questions that need more investigation. You remember when they weren't allowed to advertise some of that stuff on TV? And now it's all you see. Maybe we need to go back a little bit in time and put the truth back in and take out the abnormal. What if gonna change the topic one more time? I hope you're realizing that all of this works together for the Marxism. All of this is what they do to distract you, to dumb down America. As Daniel was saying, we don't have stupid people. We don't have stupid children. We have uneducated people in this country. We have indoctrinated people in this country. And we have turncoats in this country. The Arizona Supreme Court is breathing life back into the key part of Kerry Lake's election lawsuit. So once again, what if? What if, because, you know, they say, well, okay, well, there was some fraud, but it wasn't enough. They put that chocolate coating on there. It wasn't enough to affect the outcome. So they're just going to, you know, brush it under the rug. And then the next election, there's a little more fraud, but they tell you the same thing and they brush it under the rug or they sugarcoat it or they chocolate coat it, whatever you want to call it. And of course, this is taking care, taking part in Maricopa County. And I had to go back and think about when they, had Sheriff Arpaio. When they had Sheriff Arpaio, did we hear about some of this going on in the Maricopa counties? I don't recall that, but I could be wrong. I don't remember watching it as close. What if Carrie Lake actually won? And what if they find that out? That there was enough fraud that she actually won that election? Is Hobbs going to be Prosecuted? Indicted? Dun-dun-dun. What if? What if President Donald Trump actually did win by a huge landslide in 2020? What if truth prevails and we find that out? Will anyone be prosecuted? Will anyone be indicted? Will America ever, ever, ever see justice? Again, it goes back to the states. As Daniel said, the states have got to start making sure that their elections are done with integrity. Paper ballots only. South Dakota bans ranked choice voting. And Idaho could be next. Now, if I... Somebody might have to correct me here. We're about to run out of time, so you might be stuck with what I say if it's wrong for the whole weekend. <laughs> Do a little research and tell me on Monday. But that is how Alaska keeps getting Murkowski, if I'm not wrong on that. Isn't that, isn't that what they have, is the ranked choice voting? So they lump them all together, and they have a vote. And it doesn't matter whether you're Democrat or Republican, right? They just lump them all together, and then it's the top rank one. It's kind of like... <laughs> popularity contest. It's a money contest. Anyway, they've banned it in South Dakota, and Idaho is soon to do the same thing. I didn't know they even had such a thing. That's how ignorant Beth is at times until the last couple of years, and I thought, what on earth is that? That doesn't make any sense. Why do they have that? And uh, if we had any time left, we'd let Tim Grover call in and tell us exactly what it is. But they banned it in South Dakota. We love Christy Nome. She was on last night. Just love, love, love the girl. Uh, I hope she does not run for president because I think we need governors like her and how DeSantis has behaved in Florida. I think we need those governors right where they are so that we can have a strong president and we can bring this country. We can bring America home. I'm home.